Hello again, everyone, and thank you for joining us on FBS Fireside, the place where we bring men to life by bringing life to men. We have an amazing show for you today. I have two amazing men on the line with me. I have Worldwide Willard and our dear friend and brother, Tally Gaynor. Worldwide, how are you doing today, bro? I'm doing well. Tossed up and ready to go. Happy to be here. How about you? Awesome. Awesome. What about you, Tally? Where you at, man? How's your head space? Oh, man, I'm doing great. Super duper, as they say. I mean, it's been another uh, great opportunity to be amongst uh, the brethren. And I know that the Lord is pleased when this work begins and ends um, with him. Amen. That's the truth. So speaking of which, man, before we even begin this show, Tally, why don't you do us a favor and invoke the Holy Spirit for us? Yes. Well, Father God, we just thank you for right now. We thank you for the space that we're in as men. You say how good and pleasant for men to dwell together in unity. So, God, we thank you right now that we get a chance to uh, express the heart and mind of men towards men uh, to encourage them, to uplift them. And we pray that you get all the glory. We pray that this program edifies, builds up and prepares men to go into the world and continue to establish their place in the world. So, God, we thank you. And we praise you in Jesus' name. I pray. Amen. 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 For all of our new listeners out there, the mission of fathers, brothers and sons is to build great fathers by fighting fatherlessness and promoting racial reconciliation. And on today's show, we are going to try our best to tie those two things together as we talk about destiny and how destiny needs access to the American dream and how fathering can help families gain access to the American dream. Of course, Willie and Tally and I already have had some conversation about it. And one of the things we just wanna talk about is, um, how do we get here? Willie, how do we get here? And what can we do as fathers to help our children understand that? Uh, we just have to take a look at uh, our history first, um, coming from slavery, to the Black Codes, Jim Crow laws, redlining, um, the Civil Rights Movement. Um, all of those things have shaped fatherhood, they've shaped just being Black in America, and being a Black father in America has been difficult based on those things. So mm. that's like the background of where, where, where we are. But most of those things have negated the father from the Black household in a way. So we have to understand that we didn't just arrive here. There was a process, there was a system that was put in place um, that went against us as black fathers. Hmm. Yeah, and, and you know, and Willie, when you said that, I, I took it a step further to look at how even though it seemed uh, good in, in thought, but social reform and welfare, how that began to um, right, right. alienate the black father from his own family in terms of providing and being a valuable resource to the family when these social programs began to appear. And so there's just a lot that goes into creating men that are sustainable and that can help uh, other men realize that they come from a long way, but they don't, they don't have to stay stuck in the past. Yeah, we got to reinsert the black fathers into the families and into our families. And then um, place a certain value on being a black father and a real father, not just someone who picks a kid up on the weekend or buys Jordan, is around, because there's a difference between being a real father and just being around. 
and we don't know what that means. So it, a lot of education has to go on between um, young fathers, young black fathers, and older black fathers to show them the way. Yeah, that's good, guys. And I'll tell you, man, this is one of the reasons I get so excited about this show, because I get a chance to have access to the two of you. God is so good. And I just pray and hope that the men who are listening to this show has as strong a support system, especially the black fathers out there. And I'll just say it because I know during these times you're going through some difficult times mentally, spiritually, emotionally. Um, there are just some demands because of history that we have to face in this day, but God is good. He is still an awesome God and he can still help us deal with the times we have to face. Now, having said that, we're going to segue into our first song by Charles Jenkins and Jenkins in the Fellowship Chicago. Our God is awesome. Somebody lift your hands as we celebrate the greatness of our God. great and he's greatly to be praised and we're back you know when i think about even the song our god is awesome i think that's one of the things that i speak of when it comes to being a father is that you know true we talk about racism and i think earlier i brought the word classism and i think when you talk about establishing reestablishing authority as a father figure in the home um is what we must continue to strive for and that starts with recognizing who's really awesome and what we're, where we're positioned as men. Yeah, I think that uh, right now we need to be empowered. We need more and more because I will be honest with you, there's still a fear of the black man. Um, there's a fear of a black father, I believe, because they know how awesome we can be once we are in those roles and they're very active. But if you look around in terms of programs, it's always save the black man but not empower the black man, not inspire the black man, not inspire or, or, or empower black fathers. So it's up to us to do that for ourselves, to lift each other up and talk about the importance of black fatherhood and, um, and educate each other on the right ways to do things and how powerful we are in the lives of our children. Yeah. And I, I agree with the, um, concept of pulling ourselves up by our bootstraps, Willie, but I also believe that it's important for our neighbors, our fellow brothers and sisters in the body, especially to do, quite frankly, what God has told them to do. And that is seek justice, take up the cause of the fatherless, defend the oppressed, plead the case of the widow. I just recently wrote a newsletter about that very thing, which says that, you know, compassion uh, requires sacrifice. And nowadays, you know, we just don't have enough compassion for each other to give our families access to a broader perspective. You know, while we pull ourselves up by our bootstraps, I do believe that that's important. But I also believe that it takes a, a village that doesn't necessarily have the same skin color as you. Yeah. And I mean, when you speak of that, uh, immediately what comes to mind is. When you're talking about practical steps, what can a man do right now in his home, in his family, uh, to take a step forward, right? And I use the word forgiveness uh, to the self, forgive self, forgive others. Uh, we have to continue, like I said, I talked about uh, planting a seed and being in good soil, but you first got to, you know, excavate the ground. And I think we got to do some hard work to make sure we're ready to move forward. 
so we don't carry all our ill past experiences into our future. Right. So I'm actually happy about where we are as black fathers because anytime we're, we're coming, it's it's fun to come from behind in a way. If you're playing basketball or football, <laughs> right. it's a challenge to figure out ways to come from behind. And when you do that, you can be very, very creative. Very, very creative. So um, I think all the time of things we could do, like maybe a fatherhood app for black men that you could go through and, and maybe have, have activities and things that you can do with your son that's unorthodox or your daughter that's unorthodox, but also teaches a lesson. Um, going to counseling with them because, you know, we actually have a lot of healing to do as black men because a lot of our fathers weren't there for us um, for whatever reason. And it's hard to be what you haven't seen. So it's a lot of healing that needs to go on, but it's, it's a challenge, a beautiful one, because it breeds creativity, it breeds change. And uh, I'm just looking forward to being a catalyst in our community to help black fathers understand what it, what it, what it means and realize our power in the lives of our, of our kids. Yeah, I think COVID has required everybody to kind of be still and know that he is God, along with the racial upheaval. People are just really kind of reevaluating their purpose and potential in this world. And I think that this time period pr provides a, an amazing time period for men to really stand up and do what, what God has called them to do, which is to lead their families. And right. the society as a whole is starting to actually make a shift in that direction because, you know, the truth is what it is. The truth needs no defense. You know, America has not been as nice to black people as it probably should. And Tally, I think that you touched on a really valid point that is forgiveness has to be at the heart of any access to heavenly things before we can expect to experience God and the promises of God in ways that God talks about all throughout his word. Having said that, we want to segue into another song, another great song by William Murphy, and it's called It's Working. You know, when I think about, you know, these things that we're speaking of and you hear a song like it's working, right? What's working, right? What's working is the labor, the, 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 our past, the things that we've endured as a people have worked to get us to a point. And I think earlier I mentioned in a prior conversation, you know, moving from survival to thriving. And I think if we can empower men to say, we've got a foundation in the world right now enough of which where we can really begin to fight to thrive and not just survive in America. It's time to move forward into the next phase of the dream, uh, which is economic empowerment and all the things that we speak to as a leader in our home and in our families. Right. Um, piggybacking off what, what uh, Jaworski, what you said uh, a second ago about just forgiveness, um, that segues into what, what we can do now. I think that in this climate, there's a tendency to be angry. There's a tendency to dwell on the past. Now, we acknowledge the past. Okay, cool. We acknowledge the past. Um, now, what can we do? Now, first of all, we can lead 
not in anger, but be strategic, be smart, um, be resourceful. Um, and and, t- and teach our kids. Okay, the American dream was once the atomic family with two kids and uh, white picket fence and things of that nature. But now we have to create and make it our own. And how do we do that? Like Tyler just said, economic empowerment, entrepreneurship, um, those types of things that that will get put us in a position of power um, and self sufficiency. And those, that's the way we need to go now. Because there's a tendency right now just to be upset and harp on what's going on as opposed to, okay, what's next? How can we move forward? And what, what's, what's the father's role? And our, our role is to lead. That's great. That's great. But can you can you guys give, a, give the fathers, give the listeners out there some practical tips that they can apply to their own lives that will help them do just that, that will help them lead, that will help their families go from just surviving to thriving in this type of climate? Well, definitely, you know, I would say, I mean, from my perspective, uh, what's helped me as a father is taking a sense of ownership and pride. And, and I think we've already hit on it. If you can't start a business tomorrow, you can plant a seed. Uh, I think when 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 your family sees you going through the process of even starting a small garden, and I use that because I just think it's a lot of humility in it. It's very humbling, but it's a great reward when you can show your family the power of seed planting and harvest and doing something on that scale is just the beginning step of when you can plant a seed you might can build a box next time and then you move on and move on from there. But that's just one practical thing for me. For me, it's just excellence. There is nothing um, that can replace excellence and discipline in our lives. And as a father, what you can do is, is hold everybody in your house accountable for being excellent. What type of system systems are in place for us to be on time wherever we go? Are we prepared everywhere we go? Did we pray together as a family? Did we eat together as a family? And then how are we strategizing to be the best in our fields? If I have a student, are you being an A student? Are you being the best uh, athlete as well? Uh, whatever you're doing, are you being the best? If my wife has a job and, and she's in a leadership role or whatever she's doing, is she shining? Is she pushing the envelope? So I think that just establishing a culture of excellence within your home not just to live life every day like it's a surprise when you wake up, but waking up with some goals that everybody knows about the goals as a family and the individual goals as a family and striving toward that excellence with each other together, you know, in lockstep. That's what you can do first. Just establish a culture of excellence in everything that you do. And that's going to spill over into life. And that's going to spill over to, into everything that you do. It's going to be a real butterfly effect. Yeah. And I, I think also working together outside of the family for fathers is going to be a key ingredient, especially since that's a, a vital part of our mission, which is promoting racial reconciliation. One of the things that I've been seeing in black households and in white households, for that matter, or others is birds of a feather flock together. And there's just not enough power in that for the kingdom of heaven. So uh, guys, thank you so much for taking that time to dig into the weeds of a very difficult subject. Of course, we, we're going to try to 
talk about this more next week. To all you listeners out there, I hope this was uh, helpful to you in some way. There's definitely some things that are going on in the ether of the atmosphere, and I just pray that you guys receive it in a way that God is delivering it. Uh, having said that, I'll close us out in prayer and we'll listen to one final song called Shifting the Atmosphere by Jason Nelson. Father, we thank you so much for all that you're doing in our lives. We ask that you continue to bless this show and bless all who hear it, that we can walk into being the men you call us to be. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. I'll worship and I'll praise. Is she?